Hello and welcome to episode 198 of the Red Box Report, the weekly movie podcast where we review the latest Blu-rays and DVD releases for Redbox. I'm your host, Bob Phelan. And I'm your host, Joel Phelan. And on this episode, we're going to take a little bit of time out of our busy schedules to review the latest and greatest Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Doctor Strange, as you would know if you looked at the title of this podcast. And our top five for the week will be Rachel McAdams. We haven't done her yet. She's in Doctor Strange. That equals she's the top five. <laughs> How's it going? It's going. It's going. <laughs> yeah, this is the second episode we're reviewing in the same night. A little peek behind the curtain. So, yeah, this will be a little bit of a shorter episode, but we'll definitely do our best to give a good review to Doctor Strange. Directed, As always. Yes. Directed by Scott Derrickson and starring Benedict Cumberbatch in the main role, as well as... Chiwetel Ejiofor, Tilda Swinton, Rachel McAdams, Benedict Wong, and Mads Mikkelsen. Doctor Strange is the story of a former neurosurgeon who embarks on a journey of healing, only to be drawn into the world of the mystic arts. Yes. Doctor Strange had a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and was one of of the only successful... I would say, and good blockbusters. Probably in, there's like five or six of them last year. And uh, this will probably be one of them made a decent amount of money for you. In yeah. Kind uh, of under the radar blockbuster. Yeah, what, it came out, I want to say November, maybe? or I can't remember when it came out, but I know it was the fall, because it was fall box office draft. But uh, I guess I would like to remind everyone before we totally get into it that Picks are still. Uh, you can still submit your brackets for the March Movie Madness tournament. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes, challenge.com. Uh, that'll come up on episode 200 when we reveal the winners. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, Doctor Strange was a character in the comic books that I never read him individually, but I did like him and read about him. Uh, in the Avengers comics, or the new Avengers comics, to be more precise. He, he's a character that I struggled to see how they were going to really make him be franchise-worthy. Like, yeah. he seemed like a good, like, side character that would pop up in the, like, an Avengers team movie or something like that, but I was a little skeptical that they could really make an entire movie or a series of movies with him and only him as a star. Yeah, um, well, first off, for me, I, I've always, like, known, I guess, of him more than I knew about him. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't, like, an avid comic reader, but, you know, I was around it. So, um, yeah, I agree. I, I had no idea what they were going to do with this movie. Um, but in retrospect, I do now think it makes a lot of sense because it makes like the Thor thing make more sense and it makes the mystical thing not just be like out of place and now be ingrained into the universe. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think of that. But yeah, that that's true. Now Thor's not just like some random thing. Yeah, like there's like actually a god, a, like so out of place compared yeah, to everyone else. It kinda is a basis 
for the more mystical stuff now. Um, yeah, and I was very... I mean, I was looking forward to the movie just because I'm a Marvel fanboy, you know. <laughs> so don't even really take my... Uh, uh, review is gospel because I'm in the I'm in the bag for these. There's no doubt about it. So take that in consideration. But I was surprised. I I really enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page with you. Um, my nitpick is I I end up thinking the story wasn't great, but it served its purpose, and it was a uh, above average. Yeah, it's definitely not perfect, but to me, the highlight of this movie is the special effects in the action. The, oh, for sure. I mean, even the opening scene, it's like you take Inception with the like mind-bending stuff and you add some martial arts and magic and you get some really, really fun action scenes, fight scenes and chase scenes and all that good stuff, like... Visually, this is a treat. This is a movie I wish I would have saw in theaters after seeing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, that would have played out even better on the big screen. But, yeah, very well done action-wise. And I'm surprised because Scott Derrickson never really made a big special effects heavy movie like this before. So, good on him. He he nailed it. Or at least the team around him did. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, interesting like thing about this movie. It's like a compliment and... and minor nitpick I guess or whatever I actually liked the bad guys but I, I didn't like the story of like how they got to that point and I I mean on one hand like the special effects and just like watching it all is worth it enough but like the actual plot I didn't really end up caring for it like I understood like the origin part is like kind of cool but like as the movie kind of tried to find its stride and tell that like other story, you know, like the world being threatened thing, uh, I didn't care too too much. Yeah, even cool. though I do understand it is kind of ingrained in the origin part, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's Marvel. They always have a villain problem. And again, Mads Mikkelsen. He, I love Mads Mikkelsen as an actor, but he does his best. But it's pretty generic of a of a villain. Uh, yeah, thank God they had him. I mean, he put as much, or he really kind of lacks life, I feel like, in some, most of his roles. Like, he acts yeah. with his face. Or yeah, not. and I feel like the main plot in the villain stuff is more just a uh, reason to get him from point, uh, Doctor Strange from point A to point B and and set up some crazy action scenes. Other than that, like, you can take it or leave it. It's nothing... Nothing mind blowing going on there, and but I do got to admit the the big bad whatever that guy's name is I could never remember Dormammu. Really. Yeah, he looked awesome. Yeah, he like, did. That was cool. Like all the different color lights and yeah, and I the, loved. Not to give, I won't give it away, but I love the way it played out too. Like it, the way. Uh, I mean, obviously, he comes. Uh, Doctor Strange wins in the end because it's freaking superhero movie. But the way he beats him is pretty great. I gotta say, uh, Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, <laughs> uh, I, I Benedict, know, drink, 
Benedict Cumberbatch. <coughs> Sorry. It's the second podcast tonight, folks. Yes. Give us some slack here. Jeez, <laughs> cut us a break. I got to say, like, although I do like him in the movie, I think this is one of his weaker performances, and that's a very major nitpick because he's fantastic. I think he's a little too on the nose, and he's a little... I, I know he's supposed to be arrogant and whatnot, but his type of arrogance is sometimes, I think, a little bit cheesy, but yeah, that's a minor gripe. Yeah. See, I'm not the biggest Benedict Cumberbatch uh, or Cumberbatch fan. Uh, he, um, I don't know, he he's always serviceable, he's always solid, but he's not like one of my guys where I'm like... See, I just don't think his range is as big as some people think mm-hmm. but when he has like the right role yeah like uh just one movie uh what's the Johnny Depp movie Black Mass he's too bad he's not in half of that movie because he's amazing as the senator in that but, yeah but, but I don't know that's but, yeah that's a kind of random example actually but <laughs> uh see for me He's one of, like his character. He's okay. He's solid in the role, but he's not what makes this movie tick for me. Like you could see right through what they're going for with him. You you could see the Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne from Batman Begins combined with Tony Stark yeah. replacement, right? Yeah, like, it's pretty dead on. He's not super likable. Like he's a smart ass. And even some of the humor did not land for me. But he's still got that heart of gold. Yeah, but he's still supposed to be likable, root for him at the end, which, I mean, once he gets full decked out, once he's full Doctor Strange, then I kind of was more on board with him. But in the beginning, like, wasn't fully in, you know? See, I think that it's the middle of the movie that really sags for me. Besides, like, the, um, the special, I mean... Special effects A plus across the board. It it's really what redeemed the movie and made it like above average for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. For I just sort of didn't care about all the uh, you would call it like techno babble and sci fi. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess the supporting cast is usually what I like about these kinds of movies, and I didn't really care about all the, like, monks. Oh, really? Oh, I like them. I like those guys. Uh, But before we get on to them, like, the love interest for Benedict Cumberbatch is... I keep saying Cumberbatch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is Rachel McAdams. And that didn't really even need to be in the movie. Not really. I mean, I'm glad... It created a role for a woman to be involved, but it's not like she was a super impactful character. I did like it a little bit more towards the end, but at that point, it's like she was still in the movie so little that yeah, it wouldn't have really affected the movie. I'll say that much. Yeah, although I, I agree, I, I kind of like that they had a role, but it didn't have to be in it. Yeah, and I love. All the training stuff. I'm a sucker for training montages and and like, you know getting getting someone ready to. I don't know. And anything that has training montages and 
and getting him like prepared to fight and get better and better and and all that. I I love that in most movies, and I I loved it here too. Uh, and I thought Tilda Swinton as the Grandmaster was great. Like I know there was some controversy because they should have filled that role with an Asian actor, but Tilda Swinton is great, and she did a good job. Also yeah. liked Benedict Wong as Wong. Uh, he was in the comics. He's like a slave boy or a slave guy, like uh, on his every beck and call. <laughs> and I just like how they twisted it here. They made him more of, of his own guy. You know, he was more of an uh, actual yeah, sure. of an actual character. I actually liked him a lot. And Chiwetel Ejiofor, I always like him. He was good as Mordo. And I liked where they're going to go with him. Yeah, I, I liked um, Wong or whatever. I, I did like him a lot. I didn't hate um, the supporting cast, but I don't know. There was just something. I felt like they were also expendable for the most part. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. It's I all- mean, this is all just gut feelings for me. They just don't feel like permanent parts of like the Marvel uni- Cinematic Universes. All I mean, besides Doctor Strange. Yeah. I'm sure maybe they'll make a cameo or something here and there. Or maybe for his main movies, but... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It could be awesome. I, I do think, overall, it's a pretty awesome addition for Marvel, because they have, like, a whole nother... Yeah. Like, I thought they'd be spreading them a little thin, and... And I it's think it cool. could just make things interesting. It's cool for when they finally get everyone together, like... This is an actual character that I like. I would be scared that all the heroes are just going to have samey feeling powers, or they're all going to end up feeling like different variations of the same thing. And this is definitely something completely different. But I also think it helps with like they always got this guy that can like end the universe or the world or something like real easy, and it sort of like almost doesn't make sense that they could put up a fight. Like having people like him, kind of like yeah real adds to that you know what i mean yeah yeah and they can actually have him go to a different realm and have all these crazy battles and it doesn't affect the main story or the main yeah. world yeah yeah i can't wait lot... to see how this is implemented so yeah, there's a lot they could do with it and the more we talk about it the more i can find the nitpicks and stuff that i didn't necessarily love about it but at the end of the day like <laughs> It's just an awesome... It's a good watch. ...action movie. I just feel yeah. like that's what I'm in it for. Like, I would rewatch it again and again just for that. Like, stringing along action sequence after action sequence uh, and some pretty cool ideas and training montages. Like, I enjoyed myself quite a bit, this movie. Yeah, uh, overall, uh, it was a great watch. It was fun. Um, good, nice to look at. What would you I give mean, it? Uh, give it a. I'll give it a seven and a half. All right, I'm a light eight out of ten, which sounds high for the way we were talking. But like I said, just you can't take away from the action. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't expect a Marvel movie to like change my life necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I would. But, uh, I would rank yeah. it eighth out of the 14 Marvel movies. They were right in the middle, pretty much. I have Guardians of the Galaxy, number one, Avengers, number two, Captain America Civil War, number three, 
the original Iron Man 4, the original Captain America 5, Age of Ultron 6, which is Avengers 2, Iron Man 3, 7, then Doctor Strange, then Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, Hulk, Thor 2, Thor, Iron Man 2. Interesting. Yeah. It's more along the lines of Ant-Man, though. Like, solid additions to the the core group, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not quite up there with the best of the best. Yeah. They're not the, uh, they're not the A-list. No. And uh, I would say, spoiler alert, real quick, I want to see, did you watch the two post-credit scenes? Um, I had it playing, but I didn't really see what happened in the last. Um, All right. First, it was like a Thor Th- Th- Ragnarok uh, scene. Yeah, I saw that. Where it's like him and Thor talking, and I thought that was really cool. Those two go together really well. I, yeah, I bet. for sure. Uh, I think that probably means Doctor Strange will have a cameo in the new Thor movie, which will be cool because the Hawks there as well. So that'll be interesting. And the second one was Mordo, Chiwetel Ejiofor's character, basically going to the dark side, becoming the bad guy. You could tell he's set set up as the villain for the next movie. Nice. He kills that one. Oh yeah! Actually, now that you say it, I did actually see who it was. Like I was listening to it, and then the last second looked up. So (laughs) that's him. (laughs) Yeah, that would be that could be a good rivalry for the next movie. So yeah, Yeah. I think they'll probably make a sequel. Although I don't know, I I just think he'll be a good addition to the universe as a whole, not necessarily like. Yeah, a soloist. But if they didn't make another, it wouldn't surprise me. But I'm sure they will. If they can find new ways to implement the mystical action stuff, like then I'm all about it. Yeah, maybe if they make his movies, they'll be a little more standalone. Then I don't know. Yeah, kind of like Guardians, where it's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll just give. I want to just touch on Moana, which also comes that came out on Redbox recently. Big movie. Figure we should at least mention it. You haven't had a chance to see it, but uh, of course, with having a five-year-old daughter, I have seen this movie a couple times. I've heard, heard good things about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a very enjoyable movie. A classic Disney musical type thing. A story of Moana and. Eastern, what is it? Eastern Islander. What are the? What is it? Uh, the terminology. Um, Samoan type thing. Samoan. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Where she goes on a journey out into the ocean to find the god Maui, played by The Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and typical stuff. But uh, it's cool to get a different perspective, different culture than the typical Disney princess. Uh, the music is good, actually. Uh, some catchy tunes, like uh, I can't remember the titles, but there's at least three or four, <laughs> <laughs> at least three or four songs on there that are good. They're catchy songs that are worthy of being added to the Disney music collection. Uh, I like the characters. It could be it's moments of humor at times. It's just an easy watch. It's fun, a lot of fun if you have kids at all. They'll love it. Um, the Rock is great, of course. Yeah. He's charismatic. Of course, he'd be good at voice acting. So, another light eight out of ten, along the lines of Doctor Strange. 
not a perfect movie, but one of the better mainstream animated movies of the year for sure. Nice. Um, all right, so let's do our top five Rachel McAdams movies. What do you think of her as an actress in general? And uh, do you typically like her in the movie she's in? She's all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like... There's nothing that's, like, totally blown me away. But I've, she's never, like, really failed me either, for the most part. I mean, it was a bad movie, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she came onto the scene, at least for me, like... I really started noticing her after Wedding Crashers. I'm sure pe- like, people knew her before that, but for me, that's when I... Yeah, sure probably the same for me. But uh, what's your number five? My number five is Sherlock Holmes. All right, all right. Yeah, there's a solid movie, the first one anyway. Yeah, uh, I am both of them actually for whatever reason. Um, I, I do like the movies though. They're just they're fun. I, I'm a fan of Guy Ritchie. I was said uh, Danny DeVito as well. <laughs> it was the second half of the night we made a DeVito mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Guy Ritchie directed. You like his movies? Yeah. Well, I like most of his old movies, and I like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I like the direction he's going in to being a huge blockbuster. Oh, yeah, King Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got a nice style to it. Like, the the fight scenes are cool in Sherlock Holmes, and it doesn't really use a ton of detective work in this movie, but... Yeah, but it tries to do everything in an interesting way, for the most part. Yeah. It's it's a fun movie. I don't know. No one else to say about it. I think the first movie is way better than the second one. Yeah, I mean, the second one's pretty much acceptable. I guess I just liked it, like it enough that I can, like, lie to myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, my number five is The Time Traveler's Wife, which was a movie that I felt like I was getting dragged to the theater to see when it came out with my wife. And turned out to be actually a really cool sci-fi concept with the love story thrown in, you know. Like, it, yeah. it was, it's surprisingly good. It's it's a light 8, eight out of 10. That's just all I do today. This episode is give light 8 out of 10s. But <laughs> this is another one. Uh, Eric Bana, Rachel McAdams, great duo. Yeah, there's actually, like, I wish they would have gone more in the direction of, like, going into the sci-fi concepts and time travel and all that stuff. But... If there's enough there that is super interesting, and then you actually do connect with these characters and want them to work out and all that. So, if it's a movie that you've avoided just because it sounds like schlock, it's it's not. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Number four. I'm oh, sorry. It sounded like cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my number four, I'm giving to Doctor Strange because, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't confidently say I saw, I'm sure I've seen more of her movies than I realized, but going through the list. So. And I did like her for what she did, I guess, but even though she didn't have to really be in the movie. 
Yeah. They could have used her better. Yeah, her big scene is what? She's like strapped down to a table while he's <laughs> ghost fighting someone or Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doctor Strange is my number four as well. Oh nice. Great minds. Your number three? <laughs> my number three is Southpaw. Southpaw? Fuck that movie. Oh man, I hated that movie. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> uh, I guess it had its moments. Sorry. <laughs> <right. laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're number three. <laughs> uh, my number three is Mean Girls. <laughs> I didn't know the Rachel McAdams list was this serious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the biggest fight we've ever had. Uh, anyway, what was your number three again? I'm sorry. Mean Girls, the classic mid-2000s comedy starring Lindsay Lohan. Mean Girls is your number? I get criticism about Southpaw and you put Mean Girls on? <laughs> That's right. It's a classic. It's really fun. It's good. It's a good movie. It's funny. It's... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's underrated. Well, maybe, I don't know if it's underrated, but it's a solid comedy. <laughs> Fuck you <All> again. Right. <laughs> Take your word on that one. Hey, don't joke. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is undisputed. It's Wedding Crashers. Yeah, it's my number two. I love you again. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite comedies, even though it might be like kind of guilty pleasure or whatever, but I don't know. I think it's a great movie. Absolutely. At least for its time. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. I don't know how much it holds up. I don't correctly, think but... it does hold up quite as well. Yeah. As you would hope. But... We, we were the right age, the right time to just love it. Yeah. I've uh, watched it a million times. So. Some classic lines. <laughs> like to motorbait those. What? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of good stuff in there. More like a crass R-rated comedy. One of my favorite of uh, it's fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. After Wedding Crashers, he kind of started doing the same thing over and over again and to yeah. diminishing returns. So, yeah, this is peak Vaughn for sure. <laughs> peak Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> What's your best Rachel McAdams movie? I think we both have the same. Yeah. Spotlight. About time. Oh. Wait, what? No. <laughs> yeah, it's Spotlight. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell do you have? Like, Mean Girls too? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, Spotlight. Amazing movie. Best yeah. Picture winner. Incredible, actually. Yeah, we reviewed it. I think it was our first ever episode that we, we put on YouTube. So that has that going for it. Oh, legendary then. <laughs> yeah. Legendary, yeah. Legendary. <laughs> uh, yeah, the story of the Catholic priest scandal. It's just so incredibly well told, subtle, like not in your face. Almost like Manchester by the Sea for that year. Just not in story-wise, but just the way it's told. Yeah, the way it's told, it reminds me of The Wire a bit. Like, not yeah. literally, but like the way the story builds and the way it's told. And it's a little more modern because... Now going back watching The Wire, it is. It's not really dated, but it's not as unique, I guess, 
as it was when it like was first out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I could see that. It's like just matter of fact, like realistic. Yeah. Just telling the story. But yeah, but, great acting and everything, all around. Yeah. yeah, it's been on like Netflix and stuff like that. You, if you haven't seen it, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Yeah, I for some reason watched that episode of Game of Thrones today. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just decided to. Great episode. Though. It's a good episode for sure. Yeah. yeah, you got to see the body double for uh, Cersei Lannister. <laughs> oh no, not th- I watched uh, Cersei say Shane. So the last episode. Oh yeah, that's a great. Yeah, I definitely can't. Best music. Second guess you there. All the Game of Thrones. Hell yeah. The opening scene. Like the opening 15 minutes to that episode are just awesome. But this is not the Game of Thrones episode. No. (laughs) I have some honorable mentions. Uh, State of Play, which is a uh, version of a British show, I think. Uh, Translation. Uh, (laughs) Can't find the words. (laughs) <laughs> what is it? When you make a version of something, not a remake, but a uh, a reboot? No. <laughs> Remaster? No, not re. HD? Not re anything. Uh, um, God damn it! I think it starts with a C. God man, the fucking it's late. <laughs> it's late. The train We're... is off the tracks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm still trying to find a word. Uh, But State of Play, yep. About Time, another, like, sci-fi romance that actually is better than you would expect. Kind of similar to The Time Traveler's Wife. To the Wonder, a Terrence Malick follow-up to The Tree of Life, which was nowhere near as good, but still had its moments and looked great. Sherlock Holmes I had, and The Little Prince, the animated movie that's on Netflix that came out last year, was pretty solid as well. Uh, compromise? No. Uh, ca- a uh, <laughs> 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 damn it! It's not going to happen. Anyway, all right. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check us out on YouTube. Our episodes are not always this loopy and short, but episode one hundred ninety-eight sure was. <laughs> we're saving the good stuff for episode 200 coming yeah, up it's, we're just getting everything out of the way now <laughs> yeah no we in all reality in all seriousness ness <laughs> we uh we had a pretty good long episode talking about moonlight just before this and it's late and we had to cram this episode in so yeah gotta do what you gotta do yeah it's what it is still enjoyed our time here tonight uh, email the podcast, the Red Box Report at yahoo.com. I'm on Twitter at the Oil Report. The podcast is on Twitter at the Red Box Report. I'm on Twitter at Red Box Reporter. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Uh, please <laughs> listen to us next week. Yeah, check out the next episode. Uh, the next episode should be a good one. I'm looking forward to talking about nocturnal animals. Um,. As well as maybe loving, and maybe top five Amy Adams movies. So, looking forward to check, uh, talking about all that with you. 
We'll see you then. See you. When you're faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down. Strange, when you're strange, when you're strange.